let me say that the political if you like, the political big This is the News Made of Students podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Yo, 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 man, like. yo, yo, my brother. Yes, yes, yes. How are you, my bro? I'm all good, my guy, man. We give thanks. We give thanks. Episode what, 49? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Episode 49. We're just grateful that, you know, that we're here, bruv. We're grateful yep. we're here for a, a panoramic and we're still here, bro. Get me through the visuals, the panoramic visuals. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and um, yeah, it's, it is definitely interesting as we're here in May, post May 17th, and it looks like, you know, they're trying to um, put, make things that, almost back to like how last summer was. Mm, yeah. Only difference is now you can walk in and just get a vaccine. Anyone yeah. can much do it now? Yeah, yeah. I think you could get it in most of your, obviously your GPs. But then I think you even get it like a, um, uh, uh, I could say drugstores that like, sound like an American. Uh, also called like Boots and all them places there. Yeah, far there yeah, you could get your pharmacies Pharmacist. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah uh, you know, and it's so not, funny how. They've gone from trying to profit over it on a matting to listen, yeah. now we can just give everybody it. Yeah. This government yeah. is a mad government. Yeah. Now yeah. trying to just profit from doing these tests. Yeah. The tests, the- bro, yeah. the tests are a bag, you know. Like, fam, they're like two bills and one bill. This, that, for, like, why is that? But then I've read somewhere that it's supposed to be, every, apparently everyone in the UK is supposed to be allowed to have three, three, two tests free every week or some shit like that. Mm. But it's not for travelling. But it's not for who? Not for travelling. But not for travelling, though. So what's that, the point? You see what I'm trying to say? That bureaucracy behind it. The bureaucracy, bro. They obviously are... This is another another system to try and curtail the virus, perhaps. But yeah. who knows? We've been living through these horrific realities. Like, this last few years have actually been horrific, bro. Yeah. Like, if you put Britain into a movie... Yeah, mm-hmm. into two hours, it will literally be like a horror movie. It really would. <laughs> this is the reality of real Gotham City right now. Like, yeah. it's actually Gotham. Like, with yeah. with a prime minister that that has no clue, that has a clue of how to make the rich richer, and squeeze yeah. the poor, even though he's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is he is he one of them? Yeah, bro. That guy is broke. He's nah, a, he's... he's got CCJ. <laughs> bro, a CC, bro. You know what's fucked here? Yeah? For the normal people of this this country, the you and I's and everyone else that just you know do, we're just trying to trying to make the best of our lives and build and stuff here. Yeah? A CCJ will cripple your 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 progress. You know. Yep. A CCJ will take away your leg. It take away your leg, bro. In this country that we live in as well, this country, this Western mm-hmm. country, this England, yeah. Credit is everything, bro. Mm-hmm. You need credit to access any. If you want to build wealth for this country, you need credit. So, but even some jobs won't even allow you. Only can't even get some jobs in this country if you have a CCJ and stuff. Yeah. So, how is 
the man that sits in the highest office in the country has a CCJ and we're just all like, oh, okay, that's fine. On a yeah, okay. Like, bruv, it, like, I don't care how he even uh, uh, got that CCJ. He has a CCJ, bruv. That's point blank, period. Like, and then what, from my understanding, he ain't even paid it. Nope. He ain't even, he like, he ain't even, has he been summoned to court yet? Bruv, they're trying to, number 10 is trying to appeal it, bruv. Oh, they tell His office is trying to say, no, I'm not going to pay that three bills. That's, is it three bills as well? About three, three, five bills, yeah. He's a joker, man. Bro, this guy has none of his own money to renovate his house, none of his own money to go on a holiday. Yeah. He said that he, the, um, the, the taxpayer's money that's paying him for his job is not enough. Yeah. Yeah. And his job that he's, he's, that he's doing, he's pretty much been outsourcing it to people like Dominic, was it Dominic Rab? Dominic Rab, yep. Dominic outsourcing to people like Dominic Rab, getting other people through it, and then paying them <laughs> with taxpayers' money yeah. that not doing a good job. Then they're snitching on him about the evil things he's saying behind closed doors. Yeah. So he's not working. He's trying to say he's good for business, but he can't run his own business. He can't run his own accounts. He can't run the country. He's yeah. there because he's managed to. I guess him, some sort of blackmail amongst his party, and he's yeah. got a gang of bullies, Rishi, Pretty, yeah. constantly being you know outed in the media. You've got man Matt Hancock, who's happy to make a fool of himself on national TV by showing just how little he knows about about his domain. He's a prick, bro. Then they've got Keith fucking Stammer. Oh my god! As the Labour opposition. <laughs> Mate, yeah. it's Gotham City, bro. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. I'm sure Kistama, he's Tory light, fam. I'm sure he's like, bro. He, he's, he's, yeah, he's Tory light, man. I think, I think he's a mole that's been planted in the Labour Party to destroy it within. Destroy it within. It's the Tea Party, remember? Yeah, yeah, the Tea Party. We read about it's this true. about America. They all talk about America, but this is pretty much what they've yeah. done. They've used this, they've used Brexit to, 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 do, to do this. There's more food banks now in mm-hmm. Britain than there is in Africa. That's crazy. You know, more less there's less hungry kids in, in certain African countries than they are in than there is in, in Britain right now. That's crazy. There's there's better access to food and water. Yeah. Bro, Britain is yeah. becoming a third world country in the hands of the Tories. Yeah. Because access to food in this country is all wrapped up in, in capitalism. You can't even, you can't go out there and just grab get food that easily in that kind of way. Exactly. You know, it's all owned by you know third parties and stuff. And then the food waste in this country, you have big big corporations like Pret and all them places. I think now apparently they you know when their food is like going out of date or when they usually get rid of it now they're giving it to local charities and stuff. But there was a time where these people used to dash that stuff in a bin and lock that bin also so that, keeps, it, so so that people you know, can't raid it. People can't raid it. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Again, I really do think we're all going through the whole world and pe- people in this world, all of us, are going through a shift where we're seeing everything for what it is. Yeah. We're seeing everything where it is, you know, um, you know the, old, the old hierarchy of, you know, first world, second world, third world, that's obviously obsolete now. Developing non-developed nations, non-developing nations. Every country is developing in some way, shape, or form. No country is perfect. Like they all, if you're developing and you're solely basing it on 
just uh, GDP and stuff, even that's wrong. Like, because you're going to have countries where you have two, three billionaires that throws off the whole GDP of the whole country. So that's even that's a, like the metrics that we use to ju judge if a country is doing well by its people, etc., are off. And I yep. think, it, 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 yeah, it, there's obviously it needs to change. <laughs> it needs to change. It's fully, fully off. And the maddest thing is here, people don't even know how water is treated in this country and how, and how even that kind of water treatment is almost like under scrutiny in terms of the quality of water that is coming through their taps right now. Bruv, mm -hmm. the level of quality of water is tapped, bro. The regulation that this government has, has relinquished, yeah, is honestly, is abysmal. The water, the tap water alone is literally in, especially in cities like London, literally, literally detrimental. Like, and because it's all been, it's all privatised, there's no national, there's not real national bodies that regulate this. We look at Thames Water to be the standard, but they're not the yeah. standard. Thames Water are not the standard. And, and the thing is, the, it's like, what is happening now is that because war, and pillaging is being looked down on. Mm -hmm. It's not as easy for the country to to generate the kind of capital and the weight that they were that they were kind of do, using before. Mm -hmm. It's almost like using using proxy wars. Yeah. And with this, with with like kind of like Britain's strength coming, especially from the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, and even learning to use change raw materials into luxury products as well yeah? yeah in terms of craftsmanship in terms of you know the british bakery in terms of like how they were ruled in iron the iron industry is very very big steel industry sorry very very big in in um obviously in industrializing britain and also yeah. america the americas now that they've offset that fully to china Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the focus on the service industry now yeah, yeah which obviously was exposed due to coronavirus yeah coupled with the isolation of brexit mm -hmm. where is britain going to turn oh you understand yeah it's a different world it's i don't know if britain can compete in the world that's being created now like you said, the superpowers of China and India and stuff, who have got the large populations and the 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 um, the machinery, the plant machinery, to to create any. Well, China literally creates anything it wants. Um, I don't know what Britain stands. Again, well, obviously we've been a tertiary industry country for a, a, a lot of years now, where all we provide is services. But now, where even in well, in England. We're not even the we're, the biggest speaking English country in the in this in the world isn't even England. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. there's countries. I think even Nigeria. There's more English speakers in Nigeria than there is in, in England. There's more English speakers in uh, in India than there is in England. There's more English speakers in India probably than there is in America. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? So, yep. like, tertiary industries like services and stuff that we offer. A lot of them, and now with, with COVID as well, and working from home and remote working and stuff, a lot of it's going to be farmed out. A lot exactly. of it's going to be farmed out. And then the salaries 
that you know you're paying people here let's say for example a a call center worker you might pay them 20 grand 25 grand cool you could pay someone half that in a country like india or stuff like that but that would still be good enough money for that person then to be considered middle class in their country so then you're building the middle class in another country you know which then has its own, right? you know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. huh no, literally, literally. Yeah, literally. So, bro, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know if they've... I, boy, listen. And I mean, and the thing is, where, where Britain was also, and like America were also trying to um, dominate the market, was um, obviously with um, the, financial, the financial game, you know? Mm-hmm. And with the likes of cryptocurrency which obviously has recently plummeted, yeah, due mm-hmm. to the fact that they're trying to gain the powers back. Decentralization. Mm. There is a decentralization taking place because of technology. Yeah. yeah. The fact that people can do what people were told they cannot do yeah. is taking away a lot of the leverage for what? Manipulation. So rather yeah. now than just doing manipulation to you know amass resources they're now using point blank corruption to 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 use their power to get their power and it is definitely a generational war yeah yeah these are the people that essentially cannot do the farming that cannot do the physical manufacturing anymore cannot actually drive Mm -hmm. because of of age Mm -hmm. yeah so they're aiming to leverage out a lot, get all of the capital, yeah, that they yeah. want to be worth something, yeah, and use that to make people do stuff for them. But whoa, now those currencies have lost all their power. Why? Uh-huh. Because we're, because what there's those was on the verge of we're we're on a, we're going through some drawn out recession. Uh-huh. We've seen we're seeing capital being worth less now. Like yeah. money, the currency of money is just being printed, printed, printed. Countries that have been, you know, pegged on the dollar, yeah. and, and, and the pound, their currencies are being come useless, yeah? Yeah. Like, like, if you see what's going on in Nigeria, where obviously Nigeria is a, is, a, is, a, is a country that was created by a British empire, yeah? Yeah. That has been yeah. pegged by Britain, that's been then f- fed, fed through... The, uh, the, the control that Britain has of America, yeah. you know, so that's like America is almost the, is the, the broker between Britain and, Af- and Nigeria yeah. and, other, yeah. and other African countries as well. Yeah? yeah. However, in this case, Nigeria, the Naira now to pound ratio is so ridiculous that you can't actually do proper international trade now. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like the system of banking that they created that was based on full exploitation has exploited itself. Yeah. And now all Britain can do is try and exploit its own its own people to the point where they they have thousands of empty homes. Yeah. Yet <laughs> a huge homeless crisis, food bank crisis. Yeah. You've got you've got King's Cross looking like Skid Row in LA. It's mad. You've got mattresses on the floor in King's Cross. 
looking like LA. Yeah. You know? And then and then you're thinking, okay, cool, where is this going? To shit, because they're cutting away public funds to educate people, to give them the resource. Yeah. They don't even want to invest in the masses where the masses can turn this around because they are just worrying about their own pockets. And they're worrying yeah. about the pockets. And who's worrying about the pockets? Broke Boris. Boris with a CCJ. Boris who can't renovate his own house. Boris who cannot pay for his own holiday. So how can this nation trust for Boris to take them out of this impeding doom that seems to be looming around Britain and the name and the reputation of Britain? You know, the credit rating of Britain is going down. They, it's, it, 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 it's got less assets now. The only assets that Britain truly has now is the most billionaires living here. And then it's not even the most is, is, is it is it even the most, bro? That's what I'm trying to say. There's just been an increase. Yeah, man. I don't know, bro. I'll keep you I'll keep you a buck, bro. It's 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 not looking good, isn't it? It's not looking good. However, this is the thing, you know, every country goes through their 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 um their cycles, I guess. There was a time obviously this country was the most powerful country in the world. And obviously now it's 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 obviously facing the decline. But um, and broke Boris, broke Boris is at the helm of that, and you know people say, oh, but you know, then what's, what, then you then you have to look at yourself, and think, well, what was all these cuts for then? If 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 we were if we're not saving money, then what was everything for? You know, we're just destroying people's lives. Literally, so, yeah, all these cuts, and they're not even they're not even saving or making money. Mm. They've made all of these cuts, and the only thing that's happening is that the rich is getting richer in Britain, and the, there's more people using food banks in Britain, and the debt is even getting bigger. And Boris is using this debt money to do renovations. Boris is doing austerity so that he can do renovations and go on holiday. Boris is doing austerity to go on holiday. Can you imagine? He's cutting public spending so that he can go on holiday, renovate his house and take more bribes, more, more, more bribes. Like, they used to call, like, African countries the most corrupt state. And now, you know, they're doing corruption right in front of our eyes and people are more still upset about benefit, benefit fraud. Benefit fraud, yeah. This is the thing, bro. It's a distraction tactic. It's a distraction tactic. And it's also divide and conquer. If you have, you know, it's like what Brother Malcolm says, the media will have you believing that the oppressed are the, are the, 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 the people being oppressed are the oppressors and the people that are the oppressors are the oppressed. You know? 100%. It's, and yeah. it's, like, it's like what was said by some famous philosophers. The media is a key tool in, in oppressing the masses. Yeah. Interesting is that with the whole access of technology, and with like you know certain certain um, like platforms like Twitter, although these platforms are free and they are selling data, mm-hmm. they are still giving people a chance to share what is going on in the world and in their parts of the world on a global yeah. scale, even to the point where they've even been able to say, "Yeah, we're being um, we're being censored." Like remember when there was censorship in India? What over the over the farmer strikes? Yeah, 
Remember when there was yeah. these, and then people got to find out there was censorship? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? There was like, there was like censorship in, um, I think it was during the Arab, the Arab Springs. There was censorship in those countries. In some of those countries that were, that were rising up. And then people, we got to find out that these kind of censorships are happening. So it is definitely an interesting time because like the, the, the world is shifting. We've got new issues coming up, but there's, there's also ensuring that people in these kind, in these kind of, in this um, generation aren't having the right education and equipment to actually start going back to more sustainable solutions. Like, for example, like um, home agriculture, in order to bring down the kind of pollution on the food demand, understanding like more city state planning, more cultural activities, you know, because let's put, let's put it this way. People love to spend time with people and they love to spend time with people that respect them, that respect them and their own values and that they get along with. And that's because human beings are tribal. And understanding that and mediate, mediating that is the only way that, that there is going to be these solutions because this is a fact where you see diplomacy, political diplomacy is literally them sending ambassadors to each other's countries so they can try and understand each other's customs and behaviours to promote more social cohesion. Then they used marketing through leisure and tourism so people can enjoy and reap the benefits of each other's states whilst exchanging currency and ideas. So clearly, the higher classes and the people that have decided who is going to be an ambassador for who are aware that social cohesion is what people are looking for because that is where they are finding their own joys and luxuries. You know? So it's like, how are we going to push it and how are we going to keep going towards that more social cohesion and, and living in a world where people can live? Well, the internet is definitely helping, you know? But if everything has just been done for pure profit, then at the end of the day, yes. What is currency in this day and age? What, what it has, what currency started from? Exploitation. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? So everything can't be currency based, which is what the hospitality industry found out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It's, uh, so it's interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's all very interesting at the moment. It's all, it's all unraveling. And it's all revealing itself. Um, you know, we've, we've mentioned this for the last, basically for the whole year since COVID hit, that, you know, shit's going to reveal itself and the shit's about to hit the fan. And I just feel like it's all revealing itself. But again, what keeps blocking there being any, any real change happening now or systematic change is the fact that we live in an apathetic country and people are apathetic and we, we, don't, we don't hold the, we're not holding, you know, Man like Boris and his the rest of his cronies to account, mm-hmm. you know. Like now, there's we're seeing images. We're seeing like in the midst of all this, we're seeing images of the home secretary, home secretary Priti Patel, 
being a part of uh, attending uh, uh, raids for quote unquote illegal immigrants, and she's just there all smug and stuff. And you're thinking like, surely, surely, all the with all the fuck through fuckeries that's going on in the country, like, is this is this is that the photo op that you believe the country needed to show that there's stuff being done when your boss has just been been outed for spending taxpayers' money frivolously and also having a CCJ. So, it's, again, bro, it's a, politics is a circus. It really is a circus. And this government, this particular government, has really has really brought that to light. Mm-hmm. And I'm matting. And I'm matting. matting. And, you know, there's she's trying to be the Home Secretary, but there's so many people using food banks here. And not too long ago, the Prince, Prince Charles, Queen Elizabeth's son, had to come out and beg people to pull pickup yeah. trucks. Yeah. Because they yeah. kicked out all, a lot of people that were willing to yeah. do the value of that work. Yeah. They're yeah. disengaged and disenfranchised. Yeah. And misled the people of Britain so yeah. that the Prince had to come out and make, start making videos begging people to pick up crops. Bro, mad. In a country where what? How many people actually work agricultural land in this country? Bro. I would argue less than ten percent. Bro, and even ten percent are a lot of people actually. I would argue probably even less than that. And then you're coming to call on lay people to come and do jobs, which we've all probably quite kind of accepted that there is a class of people, or never a class. There is a, there's, there's a set of people that might have been immigrants that are more comfortable or have done that. Never comfortable. They do that kind of work. Yeah, for the for the peace. Like there's loads of jobs that we, we we know in this country. There's loads of jobs that British people won't do, for for a whole host of reasons, for ego, for uh, you know, uh, and then sometimes to be fair, these the English people don't even know how you get those. Cause there's certain jobs that English people, how, yeah, yeah. How you even go about getting those kind of jobs? <laughs> and how can it sustain them when housing prices are always being inflated to rust? And they don't yeah. want to be. They don't want to be homeless, which they end up being anyway. Yeah, it's a catch twenty-two. Catch, catch twenty-two, especially yeah. where farmers and the margins they make per crop can't even afford to pay them certain types of wages. Yeah, yeah. And then it's not like they've gone into some sort of enterprise where, where okay, cool, you can't afford to pay us wages, but we're giving you equity on the yeah. crops and on the profit share, and then creating some sort of extended market market for them to actually profit in a way that that works you know that's not that's not that's not what's happening as well exactly it's just not what's happening so it's just it's like you know it's tragic being walked into your own grave on a daily basis you know what i mean and that's that's literally like how the this conservative government is leading britain to facts facts you know, and like on another note, you know, because yeah. he spoke about CCJs and credit. Yeah. Boomerang, the financial service, recently revealed an article about how, in the same time period of 10 years, black homeowners earned yes. 0% growth on their house, on their home. <sighs> Zero oh. percent, like like we talk about systemic racism and whatnot, 
and people say, oh, Britain ain't bad. But like, literally, in London, in London. Bro, this article shocked me. When I saw it, I saw the infograph of, um, uh, of yeah, I saw the infograph and I saw where obviously Black Britons, British people were on that infograph. I'll be, it shocked me, but it didn't shock me if I'm being honest with you. We know that institutional racism rears its head in different ways. And then the biggest way is in just the lack of equity that black people are denied in this country, where we know that majority of people that build wealth in their families is through ownership of property mm-hmm. and obviously then building equity of that property, etc. But um, black people have been de- denied that for a very long time. Um, it's it, it, it's shocking. It's shocking. It doesn't shock me that I see that uh, uh, British Indians are uh, are the highest uh, number one. That, that didn't surprise me. Bro, Indians have is swallowing up Britain. You know. They what? Sorry. India's swallowing up Britain. <laughs> Bro, like they just are also saw another article where Boris signed a trade deal with with um, India to try and get more jobs for Britain, where they've outsourced services now. Now. The course of India selling the services of course centers back to Britain. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, bro. It doesn't surprise bro. me. It doesn't surprise me. Like, you know, obviously then white British was second and then, you know, with other people and then obviously black British were last. It's obviously something that we as a community need to address. Um, but there's also we also appreciate there are systematic things that also hold back and obviously, just remind people, this is obviously focused on London. It's not focused on the whole of England. Mm-hmm. It's, that, 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 that article is focused on London. But there are obviously also issues in regards to community building and stuff as well, where, you know, majority of Black British people are built up, are concentrated in London. But we, London we need to get most, out of London. Well, this is it. That's the best. This, this is it. London is the most... But the problem is, bro, majority of us work in London as well. Whether from all kinds of jobs as well, not mm-hmm. just, you know professional uh, work as well, you know, from cleaning and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. And obviously London pays the most, of course. Yeah. So we're asking people to move out. Pay the most and cost the most. That's what we're getting put in that that trap. And it was like, London is a lie. Yeah. London is a lie. And like, like, there's more options out there apart from London, but we've not been, we don't know this. Yeah, of course. But also, there's, there's lots of things about, you know, there's also, like, the things about, you know, feeling comfortable being in other places, you know. Yeah. If you're, you know, like, imagine, like, I don't know, an auntie that lives in the Nigerian community in Peckham picking up her bags and saying, oh, London's too expensive and then moving to, I don't know, uh, I'm trying to figure an area, I can't even figure anywhere. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I'm trying like, to figure, you know what I'm to say? Somewhere out, just somewhere out. Like Reading. Yeah, for example, Reading. Even though there are black people in Reading. Yeah, but they wouldn't know. The auntie wouldn't know. And it wouldn't be Reading. No, it's true. It's true. So there's obviously a lot of um, things that, again, like you said, we have to discuss. And I I, I really think it's us, our generation, us, the first-gen Brits and stuff like that. We need to discuss, you know, as a people. Of course, we're not going to have a big meeting. We're not going to all link up at bloody... um, uh, Royal Albert Hall or, or, or Bernie Grant Centre and stuff and have a meeting and stuff like that but in our conversations 
and we're seeing it. We all, I think a lot of us are starting to like move out on the fringes and move out of the M25 and stuff because we all want to do home ownership. But then also we want to be close enough to London because obviously we appreciate that this is the hub of the country. Mm-hmm. And in terms of like money and finances and stuff, this is where you want to be and stuff. Again, I think COVID might, you know, it's going to kickstart an exodus of young black Brits from London to, you know, your Essexes, your Surreys, your your Epsoms and whatever other areas there are, you know what I'm trying to say? So I think it is going to happen. I really do feel that. And but I think it's our generation. I don't think it's our parents. I don't think yeah. it's, it's not them. I think they've, they've come here to do what they need to do. I think they've come here to, you know, again, quote unquote, build a better life. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like saying that because it's not to build a better life. They came here because of the financial benefits of this country that you can come here and be a bus driver and make more than your cousin in Nigeria or Lagos that's a banker, a bank manager or something like that. Or, because, they're not, because, because Lagos has been purposely underdeveloped by the Western no, world. And they've used, they've used banking systems exactly. with the banking systems in order to the, the, like disrupt the infrastructure and there's studies on it. Yes, that's it. No, bro, that's, that's 100% it. There's, there's, that is it. I don't, there's no other way to say it. It's not because, you know, Lagos or Nigeria stuff it's, it's, it's uh, I guess what can I say is um, bro what you said is spot on it's because these places have been systemat- systemically uh, underdeveloped through obviously policies um, bestowed on them from you know their former colonial masters that mm. is it you know that's the only reason why someone that with a degree in uh, or why someone from Ghana who has a, a, a master's degree or whatever in medicine or whatever would come to this country and clean toilets because Actually. they can make way more money doing that than the than being a doctor in their country you know we like to think things are changing and stuff but you know sometimes in conversations i have with um, people on the continent and stuff there's still there's still some there's still some ambition to leave the continent to come to the west and you know work our jobs in that but from what i'm from the conversations i'm having it is more of a temporary basis as opposed to like permanent upheaval and leave the country and never return back to the, the countries that they were born in. Because I think um, the internet's got, also got a part to play in that as well. I think the internet's showing that, oh, well, you know, it's really not that lit over there. It really isn't that lit over here. Literally. Like, it really, really isn't like, you know. Literally. And, you, you know, they're seeing that young diasporans flocking back in their, in, in their, in, in, in their numbers every Christmas, every Easter, or any chance they get just to chill out. So yeah. I think um I think you know it's 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 a good thing. It is a good thing in that regard. So we'll 100%. see. What's that? Hundred percent. It's a great thing. It's a great it's a great thing. thing. It's a great thing. So yeah, but that was a worrying statistic and I I really do feel um um and what yeah, can you what we can do is what Mr X was trying to do before they assassinated him. And I ain't got to speak too much on that. So yeah, facts, facts, facts. And sorry, just to, to just to clarify, black Africans. That's what the article was mentioning. Black Africans. Yeah. In terms of uh, property ownership, um, ownership. Obviously, you would think black Caribbeans obviously are also at the bottom of the ladder as well. But they obviously have some. They, they from being here since the fifties, etc. You would think that there would be some wealth built up in that regard. But, but black Africans. Zero as well. Zero k. Bro, I know. Uh, I know, zero. But bro, let's, if we're being honest with ourselves, how many aunties and uncles do we, bro, I know aunties that have been cleaning since they've been in this country in, I don't know, 
since early two thousands and stuff. Yeah. They got they got yards back. They got, they got yards back in yard. Yeah. Right. Yep. For real, still. They got yards yeah. back in yeah. yard. So yeah. it just really depends. I think obviously these are yeah. Yeah, these people don't know like yeah, I me mean, what's really going on. Like, but we know like there's people that you you go back to wherever it is Lagos, Accra, uh, Kinshasa, wherever, fam. They've got yards, man, and then right. yeah, yeah, so it is what it is yeah it is what it is boy that's a fact still <laughs> that's a fact still yeah. yeah and the knees definitely made us do that way